good evening, or good day, depending on where you're sitting and listening to this. Uh, welcome to another episode of Chat with Papa Joe. Today we're going to launch a preemptive strike on some uh, episodes to come. There's been a lot of talk going on about a lot of things going on around this world, and whether you're left or right, Republican, Democrat, Atheist, Catholic, Jew, whatever, it doesn't matter. There are some certain basic principles that we're forgetting to teach our kids, and it's starting to really pop up as you watch the news and you watch stuff. So hang around and chill out, and let's hear what we uh, let's see what we're going to talk about and how we're going to discuss this. All right, let's kick this off here. Papa really can't sleep too well. Thank you, VA, Veterans Administration, for all your lovely health and your help with your health care and so we're just going to go on a little rant tonight about some stuff and and what we got planned we're going to do a little preemptive strike and uh and and mama put this into my head grammy put this in my head here uh it seems like a lot of what people talk about and a lot of what i talk about it seems to refer back to politics and and something that we need to start thinking about is that it's not so much politics uh there's a difference between politics and civics, and our society runs on civics. And when you start to confuse the two, things are going to get messy. And I think that's what a lot of people really want here in America, is to keep it political. And I don't want to go down that route. First off, being a brand of uh, politics and setting a, po- a political scope and political stance can be kind of dangerous. And we really don't know a whole lot. We're going to delve into a little bit about things. But I'm from Generation X, dude. All right. Everything that's been said in the past, that, that Generation X came came through. And my Gen X, Generation Xers, my Gen Xers. Yeah, I love that name, Gen Xers. You guys, help me out with this. Have we not seen it all? And I don't mean like, you know, world wars. And we haven't seen it all. That's kind of a catchphrase. But when you break it down, is there any of this stuff going on that's new? If we didn't see it in the past, we didn't see how our parents were telling us stuff and how it really turned out. I mean, yeah, them baby boomers, they really had it, right? Peace, love, happiness until, oh my God, the money came along. We've seen this. It's a different name. And the reason for that is we tend to confuse something here. So so let, let's bring something in, into, the, into the playing field. And I want you to really listen to this. And, and really put this to heart. Don't confuse the dictionary, the thesaurus, and the encyclopedia. I know I didn't say it right. It's a thesaurus. It's a word not used much. That's why I don't come off the tip of my tongue. But those three things are key when you are interpreting everything. The difference between civics and politics, religion and politics, and society and societal law federal law, how you act, you can look in the dictionary and you can find a word and take the meaning of it. And then you go over to the thesaurus. I know y'all's going to laugh at me and I don't care, but go over to the thesaurus, find another word that has the same meaning, change it, change your original sentence or your original thought using a different word. And holy crap, you got a whole different scope. If I say something is bad, is it really bad or is it uncomfortable? But if you look under the dictionary for bad, and it gives you all the synonyms and antonyms and all that, go over to the thesaurus. What else is there for bad? Uncomfortable. Oh, 
Uncomfortable can be bad? Yeah. So we're going to say something that's uncomfortable is bad. Voila. Go back to the other source there of the encyclopedia and look at what is really bad and what is really uncomfortable. Because we do it all the time. Going out in the cold is bad. Well, going out in the cold is bad. It feels bad. But bad is something that you use to describe something to stop doing something. If something is bad, I'm not going to do it. So I'm not going to go outside. Well, imagine if they didn't cross the Delaware in the 1770s. Because it was freaking cold. No, it was freaking uncomfortable. Things are uncomfortable. If your grandfather or you youngins, your great-grandfather or great-great-grandfather didn't walk across Europe uncomfortable, okay, we'd be speaking German right now. That's the truth. That's not a generality. If people did things because they were uncomfortable. So let's not confuse those, those things. And Generation Xers, we need to start holding people accountable for changing those words. As we're looking down through the news, whether it's, it's news for lifestyle news. We won't even talk about politics. Lifestyle. Kim Kardashian says something is bad. Is it bad or is it just going to take a little bit longer to pull them wrinkles out your nasty old face? It's not bad. It's going to take longer. Or it's going to take more than her product. So the other product's not bad, it's uncomfortable, or it takes longer to do. And as we're looking down through stuff, we're going we're gonna to do a preemptive strike on that. Um, we're going to do a little bit of a series on that coming up. But where else, where it really becomes significant is there's no need to be an asshole about stuff. No matter what your stance, no matter what you are, there are certain things everybody needs to know. When you start confusing the words, people aren't going to know. And it's going to be both subjective and objective. If you start changing your words, and and which is happening now, we're teaching the kids to change your words to get your way. Find a word. And we used to have a word for that in the 80s. In the 80s and, and the 90s, when I was in the military, I was introduced to a very neat word. Because in the military, every so often, every six months or every 12 months or every three months, you, you went through a different kind of evaluation and a written evaluation and people would write down what they thought, you know, a supervisor would, would write down what they thought about you, your performance and all that. And that reflected on them as a leader and it reflected on you, told you where to go. I was introduced to this really neat word called wordsmithing and it stuck with me. And it stuck with me and it sticks with me to this day because wordsmithing is where you take somebody and my shipmates from the from the navy tell me if if you don't if you've never encountered this if you did more than two tours or more than three tours in in the military i did 21 years but if you re up more than once or twice you've seen this at different commands and i'm sure you've seen this in the civilian world where somebody would you know w- would take and make a janitor into a sanitation engineer that's wordsmithing and they do that because now they are responsible for an engineer. They are not supervising the janitor. They are supervising one of the engineers on the team. And that gets to be really dangerous. Really, really. Wordsmithing gets to be really dangerous because there's certain things that everybody needs to know. And there's certain things that, they, that we need to quit judging people for. 
you know, on the flip side, they say, you know, we justify it. Say, doesn't that make you feel better that you are a sanitation engineer? Doesn't that build up your self-esteem? Well, why is it wrong to be a janitor? Why is your self-esteem low because you're a janitor? Now, that sounds like a very silly argument, but apply that throughout your day. When people do stuff, why is it throughout your day that you do this? People that organize trucks are logistics experts. No, you arrange trucks. That's what you do. It can be argued that I'm a, I'm a logistics person. I do shipping and receiving. That's it's part of the logistics chain. No, I'm not part of the logistics chain. All right, I don't need a big a big piece of that. And we start doing that to make people feel better. Well, then we start getting into the bigger picture of how of what we're teaching the kids. And we're teaching the kids and we're teaching other people. There's people that won't get involved in society because that wordsmithing confuses them. When you say a word, it keys something in their brain. So these words, when you, when you use these words, when you take a word you don't like in the dictionary, so you go to the thesaurus and you find another word to amplify it, to make it better, to boost somebody's self-esteem, or just to get your point across better because you sound more fluent, which, by the way, a lot of you don't. Just because you use a big word doesn't mean you're any smarter. You used a big word. And all that does is confuse people, and they don't want to be involved. How many times, and, and be honest with, with yourselves, and be honest with our, with our community here, how many times have people said, you need to be involved in the political process and you need to vote? And people go, I don't know who I'm voting for. I don't want to know. All that confuses me. What is that? Well, you've been effectively driven people out. And I think that some people really like that. If you can't control them, get them out of the process. That's kind of a tin hat theory that I have, but it's it's a theory. And, and I really haven't seen it proven wrong. People... Are, are more apt to have you fall onto their bandwagon. And so what, what we're going to do in these episodes coming up is we're going to focus on some things, and we're not going to talk politics. We're going to talk things that you need to know, whether you're right or left, whether it doesn't matter what your religion is or your race or your color. There are certain things you need to know, and everybody is, is, is talking about unification. That's a big buzzword now, unification, equality, things like that. You can't get that if you don't know what it really is. Wordsmithing is not going to get you where it is, and comfort is not going to get you where it is. There's certain things that you need to know that's not being taught, or if it's being taught, it's being taught with a slant, or not really given significance. And and we're going to I'm going to I'm going to give you a reason to think about this in this little story here. One of the things that I use to raise my own kids and my grandkids and that I talk to people or even just to keep myself in check. There are certain things that I surround myself with. And I'm going to give you a really good example. Now everyone always says that Andy Griffith and Mayberry and all that stuff is kind of a fantasy, kind of a utopia. But it also, when you think about it, it was made at a time where certain things in that series evoke things for me that I remember from my grandfather. And I also remember from talking to old men. I worked at the True Value 
in the small town where I grew up with, and we had actually a, a little general store. Anybody from uh, from my hometown, I'm not going to tell you my hometown, but anybody remember Dutton's store, Jay's, Jay Dutton. And those old men would go in there and sit down, and I used to love to go there, and I used to love to go down to um, Robinson's uh, Tractor Supply or go down to the True Value and or go over to the Agway and listen to the old men. And what really caught me was they're not stupid. And when you watch it, to give, to put you into that perspective, watch an episode of Andy Griffith. And old people made it a part of their life. You always called them stupid, but people made it a part of their life. That what they would have on the bookshelf and what they taught in school. And Andy was always telling stories to Opie of classical stories. And because of Generation X and uh, Baby Boomers, we grew up on watching Disney. A lot of this stuff was condensed down into a two-hour or one-hour movie with taglines. If you ever looked at a book like The Iliad and the Odyssey or the actual stories of uh, Grimm's fairy tales, um, the writings about the stories of King Arthur, these were thick books. These were not small books. Uh, Robert Louis Stevenson, these people did not write things that that you sat down and read in an hour or in 10 or 15 minutes. These people wrote really comprehensive stuff. They wrote stories to evoke things in your mind, and they taught lessons. And Andy would sit down, and he would tell the story all the time of, well, he told some stories about Homer. And one of the ones that I really loved was he told a story about Sir Galahad and the and the Knights of the Round Table. The Knights of the Round Table are so big, that's why there's so many movies about them, and they all have a different take, was the story was so complex that they knew it, that there was no way that you're going to get the whole entire thing in a movie or in a tagline. And But these people knew it. Your grandfather knew it. I would go into my grandfather's uh, study... He took a room, and he made it a study. It was a room. It was an extra bedroom. And people always did this. And people at down at the hardware store or down at Jay's, they knew civics, not just the law, but where it applied and how to use it and what they thought. And they would discuss it. And they also had the balls to tell, to tell each other, look, man, no, I think you're missing something, or you forgot this little phrase or where this fit in. And the other guy, instead of going, you're a freaking idiot, damn Democrat or damn liberals, they would they would discuss it or they would go, you know what, you're right. I still don't like it, though. I don't like how that happened, you know, and, and people that didn't listen, that just spewed off at the mouth were weirdos. They were not taken credibly. Oh, there he goes going off on a rant again. Well, what does he know? God, don't please don't vote that guy in office. And people would talk about it, but they knew basic thing. And we had different churches in town, and there's different churches in the county, and there's different things all over the... And you really didn't know who was what. I couldn't tell you growing up. I have an idea, but it surprises me how many people I think are in one direction and not the other. Now, I'll give you a caveat before I I, I get on these this little mini-series I'm going to do about civics. I'm going to be totally honest with you. I tend to be a conservative Christian. I expect to be called out when people are going, Papa, that's like this. Can you hear my story? And then we discuss things. 
But I'm also man enough to go, you know what, I don't like it, but if you win, you win. So there's no reason to be an asshole about stuff and lock yourself in. And you don't have to be liberal on this and conservative, you know, and and liberal forever or conservative forever. One of my online mentors, uh, people, someone I really look up to, Gary Vaynerchuk, has a really good way of saying it. Most people are a mix. Some people are financially conservative, socially liberal. Some people are liberally federalist. And some people are conservative on on social issues. And that's fine. But you have to understand something. You have to actually, I'm going to throw in something else there too. You have to also understand that first off, this is America. What we base our, our success and failures on, it doesn't matter because we're already the baddest. We are the badass nation. And you can point out our faults and everything else. Well, they're better at this, as we're better at that. But there's a reason that we became a superpower because we draw, we we work inside the box. But what what we mean when we work inside of a box is the boxes are boundaries. We have our boundaries, our our laws, both legal laws, your your civic laws, like you know your your legislation, like that. But we also have social law. And we don't let the two mix. And we shouldn't let the two mix. We've gone downhill because we've let the two mix. But in America, the way we were designed was this is the box. These are your your amendments to your constitution. This is your constitution. Work inside of it. However you make it work. Other countries that have quote unquote freedom, it's not quite like that. Even though they got freedom. That's what makes the American freedom. Freedom is inside our box. We say, have at it. Don't break these rules. Go ahead and do it. So you have to know the rules. And that's what we're going to get down to is is what we need to start teaching the kids and get back to. If you want unity and you, you want us to be great again, I would very much encourage you, turn off CNN, turn off Fox News, go down through your your list on your Facebook and start taking all those things off that are quote-unquote news, things you need to know. Get back to it and then start looking for what you need to know. Because Generation X, we're gonna, we've are gonna, we been through this. And a very good example of what Generation X went through that we're going through now, I laugh at it. I, I laugh at this whole GameStop thing. GameStop came up, and, and right now there's this, this conspiracy theory and all this stuff, and there's a whole lot of hoopla. Basically... Generation X, tell me if you've ever heard this before. And and if you haven't, you really need to go back to the 80s and 90s and look at what happened. Here's what happened. Somebody said, we need more money. We're not going to get more money from the government. And the millionaires and billionaires are only giving out so much money. They're only investing so much money. And the common man can only do $1 or $2, as an example. They can only do one or two dollars, but what's ten thousand people giving one dollar? Oh my God! I can get ten thousand dollars if I can just tell them each to give me one. So open up the stock market, make it easier for them to invest. Let them all invest one dollar. Ten thousand people did it. Ten thousand people went out there. They relaxed the rules and they figured they would play this. And and the people that run the stock market said, "Look, it's real easy. You give me this, I'll give you that." And then we turn around and then we get surprised when a bunch of them got together and go, oh, 
That's how this works. That's how this works. So instead of going to the stock brokers, they went to their friends and they said, hey, I can't convince them to do this. But if you and me do it together, and they did it 10,000 times, because now we have social media. When the whole idea that was started, let's do this $1 a person and, and start pumping more money into the market, we're going to pump money into the market, have the speculators have more money to speculate with. That's a big word right there. Boom. They, the stock market runs off of speculation. And they didn't think you knew how to speculate. What is speculation? Hey, dictionary thesaurus. What is speculation? Guessing. Guessing. Educated guessing. So they were guessing. And with all this guessing, what they, they didn't realize is that we guessed right. Us poor folk guessed right. Oh my God, now, now what? And now when the poor folks start guessing right, bad things are going to happen, right? But they all banded together. And so they were guessing together on their end and trying to change the trajectory of how things were. And we came in and changed it. So now they can't guess because they don't know what we're thinking. All they cared about was getting our dollar. They didn't ask what we were thinking. They didn't ask what we knew. They told us what they thought we should know. And somebody figured it out. Once again, you need to learn your boundaries. You need to learn the significance of those boundaries. And you need to, to know the, know what is going on at that level before you get involved. Because once you start getting involved and you start investing yourself in the process, you control the process, not somebody else. And we do control the process. We just have been told we haven't. I don't like being told I can't. That's not right. There's things that we need to know. Who was the idiot who didn't learn from the housing market crash? We were told all you need to know in the 80s and 90s, all you need to know is, is that you are now eligible to buy a house. People got hooked on variable rate loans and everything, not understanding that they were variable rates, variable depending on the market, which runs off of speculation. All it took was one huge person in there for the speculators to go, crap. Fannie Mae went tits up, crap. So everybody that was told, that was convinced that they should invest into a house and it'll never happen. You'll never lose your money. Everything will stay as a low, a low rate. Even I asked. That's why I didn't buy a house. And I was called stupid for it. I was called stupid because you have equity in a house. Get a variable rate loan, and it's so cheap. A variable rate loan was, at the time, was so much cheaper than a, a permanent rate loan. Variable rate, which meant it's always going to be low. Well, as long as the market's so look at it, it's 2%, 1%, whatever the percentage was, it'll never climb. In the contract, it could climb as high as some of them wanted it to. And at some point, the government did say, okay, you can't be predatory. You can't raise it to 100%. But we told people, invest, invest. It'll never happen. Every month, you can count on about $200, $300 for your mortgage. And then all of a sudden, Fannie Mae goes tits up and everybody goes, why is my mortgage this month $800? Why did it jump that high? Who are these people? What's going on? And so now we turn around to today and folks are going, oh my God, what's going on with the stock market and why can we not change? Well, you didn't learn. You didn't learn. And another way that we got that we got caught investing, we didn't learn. IRAs. Nobody wants to do a pension anymore. You want to pump more money into the economy. 
You want businesses to grow. They don't if they don't have to put into pension funds. That's more money for a business to grow. So have everybody control your own. It's freedom. We love the freedom. We want to control our own money. I can't control. Don't give Papa money. I'll tell you flat out. I don't budget money well. That's why I stayed in the military to get a pension. So I knew that no matter what, as long as we have a U.S. government, I am going to get money. And it's never going to go down. It may go up or it may not. But if I had invested in the IRAs, there's a good chance I could have invested wrong. And I could have walked out with nothing. And if you don't know the system, you got no business doing it. Because right now, they're telling you, look it, you put in a dollar, now your portfolio is worth $10. So people go, I made $10. Look at me, I'm worth $10. Tomorrow they're worth 8 And they say, I lost $2. No, you didn't, jackass. You went down $2. You're still up 8 <laughs> Come on, don't freak out. Don't freak out. Your portfolio is going down. You know, 8 7 6 <laughs> yeah, it's run by speculators, dude. Keep an eye of what's going on. If you're going to invest, invest in something where if you put in a dollar, you get a dollar back. We never taught them that. We taught people if you go into high risk, you can get more money while it's high risk. If I put in a dollar, I might get $10 tomorrow. Yeah, or you might get nothing tomorrow. We didn't teach people that. We only showed them the good side. So that's where we're going to be going in the next few episodes of of chat with Papa Joe. Another thing coming up, we're fixing to launch a uh, a Facebook uh, group. The webpage is coming along. I can't figure it out. If if anybody wants to volunteer their time to learn how to or that knows how to do WordPress, I am more than willing to float you some beer money. But that's where we're gonna go. So stay tuned, and uh, you know, once again, bow your heads in prayer. Whoever you pray to. Or raise your hands in prayer, however you do it, because we're on for we're in for a bumpy road, no matter which side of the aisle you're on or where you stand. All right, everybody have a good, good evening. <laughs>